you said a lot of crazy stuff the past two uh, two weeks where <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't even know who you are. I, I think the problem is we're getting to know who he is. <laughs> like a simple compliment of like, you have Peter Parker vibes going on. You're like, you know what death was better than their death? Batman's. And I wish I killed that. Batman's parents. <laughs> and it was mad cool. Uh, you're something else, Justin John, let me tell you. That's a compliment, though. There's not many unique people anymore. Everyone kind of picks an identity based on what Twitter tells them or what Instagram tells them to be. And you're just, and this is a compliment in the highest regard. You are thoroughly you. And that's, that's like the best compliment I can give somebody is you are thoroughly yourself. Okay. I'll take it. Cause not a lot of people are how many like cookie cutter people are there? There's so many people who are, yeah, I know nine people like you, you know, and not to say that they're not good people, but like, I know you, I know what you like, I know what yeah. beer you drink, I know what shows you like, you know, and then there's people who are film students who know the deepest, weirdest German expressionist film, but don't know how, who Spider-Man is, <laughs> you know? Different paths, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sometimes those paths could cross, you know? Maybe Different paths. You know, maybe take a, maybe take a gander onto another path and just like see what's going on over there. I think that's the, the game plan for <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Finding something a little bit more in the stream. What's yeah. your favorite? What's your favorite like comedy? I know we always talk about, but like, what's your favorite like comedy? He's gonna say something like, <laughs> "Some like it hot" with Marilyn in 1957. Oh, yeah, with what, what? That's what's his name? Uh, Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. Yeah. 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 Tony Monroe. Curtis. Uh, no, favorite comedy. Yeah, Tony Curtis was in that too. You give me yours first. Airplane. Really? It is scientifically rated as the funniest movie of all time. When they did a scientific study <laughs> several like a few years ago, and they put like various audiences in movies like watching like the, the, all these top movies, it had the most laughs per minute of any movie ever. I never heard that. Yeah, airplane. Air, it's air. Um, now listen, is is it dated now? And I, like, have I laughed harder at more recent movies? Yeah, but in terms of a, the purest funny movie, air, like every line of that movie is basically funny and quotable. So airplane. I don't. I, I shouldn't have asked that because I can't even answer. I think a gun to my head, it'd have to be Tropic Thunder. It's a good pick. It's a good pull. But then, like, I don't know, Wedding Crashers was my go-to for years, you know. Hangover was really good. Hangover. The first, but then the first you time have I saw like, Hangover, that, that's a close, that was a close. I watched that one too much where, I, like, see, for those kind of movies to me, like, I'll enjoy them after I watch it once, but after once, like, I lose... You know, and that's the problem with comedy, like, yeah. you know, when you, even when you see a stand-up comedian, like, I don't want to see what you did on your album, whereas when you see a musician, like, no, I want to see what's on your album, mm-hmm. like, because I know it. But Airplane, I could watch a movie once a week and still laugh. Yeah, I would it, say Tropic Thunder and Blazing Saddles is, like, 1A, 1B. Blazing Saddles. Like, Mel Brooks to me is, it seems like Nick's parents were like this, and maybe yours were too, just, oh, you want to know, like, here are classics. Like, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch... Like what is really like what I grew up with kind of thing. So Blazing Saddles was good. Young Frankenstein was good. Young Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> Young Frankenstein was really good. What about you? It's a tough one. It it really is. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Sandler film. So I'm gonna go with. You can the, go very wrong with the Sandler film. Yeah, newer ones. Definitely. Actually, you know what? <laughs> they made me watch the one with Jennifer Aniston where he plays the doctor and he keeps um. 
just go with it. Just go with it. The one where he wears that the wasn't ring too and he bad. Yeah, to, to be married, but the wife is dead. Even though he just got you know. I don't even. I don't even know that one. That was like ten years ago. My wife loves that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he made. I want to say he made like five really good comedies: Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Water Boy. Little Nicky's very underrated. Yes. Little Nicky's good. Big Daddy. Um, Big Daddy's say? pretty good. I I, I think that. Um, uh, what's the one with Kevin James and the fire when they're firemen? They have to pretend. Oh to be, my god! To be I pronounce you Chuck. Chuck and Larry was very very Wedding good. Wedding Singer, are you a fan Wedding of that? Wedding Singer yeah. was good. Um, but it, did he write Airheads? No, but he was in Airheads. I don't consider that an Adam Sandler movie, though. He was just he was just in it. That was a really good that that that's all-star a really good cast. cast yeah, all star cast. But anything he like all like this like the 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 grown ups. I think those movies are terrible. All his Netflix movies, like his comedy movies, have been terrible. But like, also, I love the guy. Like, he's he's yeah. living the dream. He's worth like three hundred million dollars. He just wears like Nikes and basketball shorts all the time. He plays basketball yeah. all the time. He and he found a loophole. Like, they're gonna keep paying me to like a shit ton of money to make these movies where I get to just hang out with my friends and make fart jokes for Netflix. Yeah. yeah. God bless the guy. God bless him. Yeah. Now I think he has some really really good dramatic performances as well. Uncut Gems, obviously. Rain over me. Uh, rain rain over me. I think is one of his best performances. Punch Trunk Love. Love was really good. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's something that Adam Sandler, but like you would say like, like happy Gilmore is like your favorite comedy. You know, now that you brought up a little Nicky, that might have to take. Little Nicky was yeah. really, really good. Tarantino as the priest. Yeah. But it was I a very, was it was a movie very like in its time. Yeah. Like, you know, if you really, like if you release some movies now, you release airplane now, it's still funny. And I was watching Andrew Tribeca. You know that show with Oh the, my god. The show yes. is so funny. And that show is basically like an airplane. Like every Steve you know, Carell and his it, wife wrote it. Yeah. Every 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 line. Um what's is, your name? Uh, you know, Rashi- take a seat and they pick up a chair. Like everything yeah. is that. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Rashida Jones is is in it. Uh, what, Dean Cole, the actor Dean Cole. A handful of people I've noticed, I've seen before. Like there was a if you ever watched Justified, one of the actors on there is in it really yeah, funny. The captain. But it's very, very much like airplane, naked gun. Yeah. You know. An ode to uh Leslie Nielsen. Oh an ode to um I what I can't remember his name. But like the I guess it was like was it the National Lampoon like guy whoever Yes. Like John Landis, I feel like he was involved. Like th- those those original spoof guys. Yeah. It got Way out of control when they started doing like the scary movie and not another teen movie, but like those original like airplane naked gun those spoof movies were just uh, untouchable. They were so so good. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chevy Chase? Um, I mean, after Caddyshack, I, I I could I could leave. I mean, I'm trying to think of a a really good Chevy Chase movie besides that and the and the vacation movies. And only two of the vacation movies, really. Which ones? The first one, and then Christmas. Not even Vegas. Vegas was like, I watched that one the most because it was on HBO a lot when I was a yeah. kid. But in terms of like a funny movie, it really wasn't that good. I like uh, his son, uh, Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> that's what, that's what we, me and my brother is one of our nicknames. Is, oh, Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> but it's not like a, a hilariously funny movie. I think SNL really gassed him up because yeah. he had drama on Community. Um, he was good in Community. He, he was, was great in Community, movie. but he had drama with I feel like everyone. Him and Donald specifically Glover Donald Glover. Yeah, I thought it was with Dan Harmon. Him, him and well, Dan him Harmon. Too, well, he was just a dick to everybody. He's a, he's just he got a dick. Dan Harmon. He got. To, I've never seen that. <clears throat> Getting the creator of the show fired. I've never seen that in my life, honestly. Yeah. No. And nobody. Nobody likes him. Star power. 
But Chevy Chase, he hasn't been a star yeah. since '87. You know, like like I, I said, would he, never like I would never see him doing it. But if, like if Ted Danson did that, I'd be like, okay, I could see it. But Chevy Chase, I think at that, you know, that wait, SNL. Ted Danson, what do you mean? Like, like Ted Danson, it, to me, is a little bit more relevant. Like he's been in the Good Place, he's in other stuff. Yeah. He's hilarious is on he Curb. Becker. <laughs> yeah, back, well, yeah, and uh, Sam Malone from Cheers. Like I think he's a little bit more rel. I think he's more relevant now. What I don't know what Chevy Chase has done. Nothing. Right now, yeah. But when Community came out, I would say that Ted Danson oh, and, was kind and of, Chevy Chase had yeah. an equal amount. They're, I, I think actually, Chevy Chase was more more. That's uh, a great analogy. Like I feel like they're they're on they were on very equal footing. Yeah. In 2010. Yeah. Like Chevy Chase. And I think Chevy Chase a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I find that Pete Davidson is going to be that next generation of Chevy Chase. Where oh, he, just, no, he's the next Adam Sandler. No. Like uh, like like in terms of. Endorsements. What he wants deals? to be, well, dude. He's also a, he's already a good dramatic actor. Usually, these kind of guys take and girls too. They do you know a bunch of their comedy roles if they're coming off SNL because that's what they're known for. Then they transition into drama. Look at he, Bill Hader. Bill yeah, Hader's like a perfect he did, example. He did. Bill Hader's a, he did King of Staten Island. I think that, I think that was his first movie. Yeah, and that was like a, it was a comedy, but it was mostly a yeah, it's drama. his first leading role. I, yeah. I heard it was good. I liked it. Really it. Good. Um, oh, did you see Will Ferrell at the Super Bowl? He got old. Will Ferrell yeah. got old like how regular people get old, whereas most time celebrities don't look old. Like, The Rock is going to be 50 this year. I know. But Will Ferrell got old like how my dad got old. You know, you just, like, I'm, oh, you just look like a 55-year-old guy now. You know? I'm, he's probably like, close in age to like, Hugh Jackman and those guys, and he does not look like them. I want to say he's at least 50. He's over 50. Yeah, yeah he's got to be 55, maybe. There's one, he was big in what? Like, when did he start SNL? Like, 98? 97, 97, 98, yeah. So even if he was... He was tw- that late? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was not in yeah. during the early 90s, yeah. He, he, was, he at- was... I think he was maybe on it. This is things that, I, you know, you don't really realize. Like, a lot of these guys, because we're spoiled with, it like... might have been 96. When, when did Chris Farley die? I thought... I thought Farley died in '97. Then it was 90, Then it was at least '97 because he was in one of the last uh, Chris Farley him? sketches. Okay. He was just like a background guy at that point, but he was there. Yeah, we're kind of spoiled right now because SNL has like Kenan Thompson, who's been there forever. I think 20 years at this point. Yeah, they're trying to push him. Down. Like, some, like uh, you have his own show and all this stuff. I'm like, it's not going to work. Yeah, just but like a lot of them, like Kate McKinnon's been there for a while. Like uh, everyone there has been there for a while. But I, like, I'm surprised she's still there. Yeah, I she's, think she's going to leave soon. Yeah. Will Ferrell, like, I, was Will Ferrell there? I don't think Will Ferrell was even there for more than five, six years, seasons. He was there for seven years. He started wow, okay. in 95 and he left in 2002. Seven years. When did yeah, you say? I'm sorry, 95? Yeah, he started in 95 and he okay. left in 2002. But 2002 is right when he started getting his movie. Like, yeah. as soon as he got hot, he left. Kate McKinnon's been hot for, like, yeah. three or four years now. Keenan's never been hot. But anyway, let's just, uh, well, hello, my friends. Welcome to Long yes. Ash Podcast. Yeah, we got to talk more cigars for the people. Um, I mean, not, not necessarily. Like, like I said, I like this show just I being a, a conversation platform. But people are tuning in. They want to hear about cigars. What are you smoking today? I'm smoking the Wild Hunter by Oscar Valadares. This is like, I don't know, the sixth or seventh time I've smoked this specific cigar in size. I really enjoy it. <clears throat> I love the box, even you know when we had the box a year or two ago. Um, it's probably one of my favorites. What about you? I'm doing the legendary Illusione Epernay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a work of art from Dion. I have, I have yet to put an Illusione cigar and light it up and, and been anything less than, than thrilled. 
Um, I, even his size selection, like like the sizes he chooses, are just perfect for me. I absolutely love them. Do you ever, when you when you first start off, or even now? Do you pick a brand and then just dive into their catalog, or is it more so I'm going to just try a bunch of different stuff? Because I haven't really smoked a lot from them, and I think I just need to like dive into their catalog and like I'll just dive, smoke different things. I'll dive into a catalog if I'm like if I have a couple and I'm like, hey, I smoked you know two different illusiones and I really really like them. Let me go see what people are saying about some of their other lines. I should check yeah. out, and then I'll dot. But if I smoke two of a brand and it's really not my thing, you'll move on. I'll wait or... until somebody says, "Oh, but this other one you really should try." Yeah. But yeah, I'm not, if, if if two different cigars that you make are just not my cup of tea, mm -hmm. I can't imagine that the rest of your portfolio is going to be. Like, you know, it's one thing if if it's one. You know, every company releases a Connecticut or you know or something that's that's not really my my speed. Um, and that's fine. But if you have like two or three cigars that like I just really don't, and I'm not talking about they're bad like construction wise or anything, but just not my flavor profile, mm -hmm. not what I'm looking for. That every company has a style. Yeah, you know what I mean. Every company has a style of cigar they make. Now you have big companies like Altadis in general who have so many different lines that they're able to kind of appease everybody. Every flavor profile can be appeased. Yeah with an Altidus product. But then you have some, and I, I think a great example for that is, is uh, like Nika Sueño and the Romacraft team. Now they have like different strengths and different flavors, you know, because they use different different wrappers, so you're gonna get a different experience. But they have a signature hit to each one of their cigars that if that's your thing, then you're one of their diehard fans. Um, Aganorsa has that a little bit, it's more light, um, but you, there's, there's a signature from specifically tobacco that's been grown by the Aganorsa team, and you mm -hmm. can find it in the Illusiones and the Warped, um, some of the foundations. Um, and you have to look for it, but there is, you know, I don't want to guarantee this, but if there was a blind taste test for like five cigars, if two of them were from Aganorsa, I'd probably be able to be able to them yeah. I wouldn't know exactly <clears throat> which tobacco they were using, but I'm like, this... This yeah, tastes I'm sure like an Agonorsa. Your palate is probably far advanced, you know, in the grand scale of like the the community. I'm sure your palate is, is far more advanced than a lot of other people. Just because of the sm like smoking you've done, it's really a lot of homework. I've I've realized like I know there's a weird word, you know, homework always oh, cigars really. But if you're trying to figure out what your palate is, you know, what you like, you have to keep smoking the same thing. Like I remember talking last week with um, SEO Derek when we were about to smoke the 175th. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I my palate is similar to Greg's. So I think I'm going to like the 175th. He's, he's just copying Greg. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but he also then, to him, the the 175th was a, was very, very strong to him because he wasn't so used I mean, to smoking yeah, it is, that. It is, you know. a, it is a strong smoke. It is, yeah. You know, if, especially if you're, if you're not... Used to that, it, it, yeah, the Churchill All that. Nicaraguan, like yeah, with the Medio Tiempo tobacco yeah, in there. You're not used to got, that. That's got kicked to it. Yeah, um, you I even say, said that right too. Sorry, you that's right. you were smoking the 175th last week, and you were like, yeah, it's a little bit stronger for me, right? It was definitely very strong, but every cigar is strong for me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're getting it. You've been smoking. You've you've had couple you, yeah. you've been getting into it. Did you like the 175th? Yeah, it was nice. You could you could honestly you could admit if you didn't like it because. It, it was an it was a nice cigar. It, it was spicy. It was definitely like fuller than what I was. I'm used to like I've had much spicier ones, but that one was like it. It felt like right on that like line of just like right. okay, I, I could like I can smoke this. You okay, know? I know you've had a lot of the. <clears throat> you said you bought some for your uh, brother when he. Um, had his had his kid the kintsugi. You you I didn't really buy the kintsugi for that? Oh okay, I thought I you bought did. the <laughs> aging room rare collection. Hmm. 
I bought there those for him. Nice, yeah. yeah. But I know you, you've been developing. You really enjoy the Kintsugi, which, I mean... I love the Kintsugi. Yeah. Kintsugi so you, is such a great... It's, yeah. It's such a great example. And this is not... I'm not saying that cheap in the in a cheap sense, but affordable, it's a yeah. affordable example of something that Davidoff kind of developed, but that Kintsugi really expands on, which is full flavor but not full strength because for a while those had to go hand in hand. I mean, you had your really top tier stuff like, you know, Opus X, Ashton VSG, you know, Tatawahe's in the early two thousands. Um, and, but it was hard to make something that was more mellow, but still really like every puff was different and, and nuanced and, and complex. You're seeing a lot more of that now. In fact, most of my favorite cigars in the past 10 years are not super full body. They're more in that medium, solid medium range, but you're able to taste an ex- the expanded profile of flavors. Kintsugi does that perfectly. Like it's it's perfect in that every puff is something different. But I would I'd be hard pressed to find anybody who would call that cigar strong. It's not. It is not a strong cigar at all. And mm. like you were saying with the flavors, like each time you you you, you draw from it, it just. It's just a nice aroma that you're getting the entire way through. And by the end of it, like, you don't even realize, like, you know, honestly, like, I get a craving to have another one by the end of it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> That's uh, nicotine. You got to be careful. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, like that, that was that was a thing that I, I just remember, um, like, my early experience with Davidoff was, you know, they would have this Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapped, very mellow smoke, but you were just like, Jesus, that's a that's a yeah. lot of flavor going on. Did you have any uh, cigars for the this past week for the Super Bowl? No, I haven't. Uh, because of just the weather and yeah. you know getting over oh, COVID yeah. again and my sinus issues, I I really haven't been smoking at work and I haven't been enjoying them. Today I felt really really good. And so I'm like, I want something really good yeah. to kind of open up my, my palate again. And that's why I chose the Upper Night. Smart. And it's, it's working brilliantly. What size is that? I don't even know. A nice Toro. I was, it looks so really nice. Six, yeah. Six by 48 maybe, which is. That's the right size. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but going back to what you said about doing homework, you know, and, and Charlie Minato, when he was doing his live coverage of the consensus, uh, made a really good point that people have to understand that while we enjoy cigars very much so, they are our job, you know? And when you have the opportunity to work with something that you also enjoy as a hobby, it's great, but it's also, you know, if I have to smoke a bunch of cigars during the week for work and, you know, meetings or taste testings or reviews, a Saturday, maybe I'm not having a cigar. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it doesn't filter into my private life as much now as it did before I worked in the industry or even when I was just kind of working in the store. I would have a lot more cigars in my private life. I'm smoking so many more cigars now during the week. And also, it's good to give your palate a little time to adjust. Yeah, I, I also, it, it, it really is good to take a break every once in a while. It, it's hard for me to take a break. There's, mm-hmm. you know, probably my longest break was when I took my two weeks off for um, vacation, like vacation. Yeah. And, I was, and I was sick most of that time. You know, I got, I got COVID. Yeah. Again. Yeah. You didn't, you said but, you really haven't smoked even our first podcast yeah. back. You're like, yeah, I'm going to take a, you know, I'm going to take yeah. a break. So. And it was mostly because I, my, my scent, my sinuses are, and they're still kind of fucked up, but like I wasn't enjoying them. And, and to me, that's a sin to me to, to just light something up and not be able to enjoy it is Were your is taste buds. Obviously, due to COVID, they were, were, were they, they, it wasn't so much my taste buds. It was that my sinuses were all screwed up. So, gotcha. like, the smoke and everything would just made it worse, and I would get sore throats. 
and I'm still it's still bad. Actually, I have to go to the, to uh, what call it uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely better now, and like I'm feeling good enough now. Like let me enjoy something. Um, and I didn't want something too strong, just to I wanted to ease back into it. But I, I went with the Epernet because I'm like, let me get something that's just really. I can taste those flavors, but it's not going to kill me on strength and a ton of smoke. Uh, but did you uh, did you watch Super Bowl? I did. I did. I, I my wife was tasked on cooking most of all most of the food. <laughs> so where, we where, cooked. You go? We own. went to my in laws. Yeah. So we okay. made. She made these wings because my father-in-law has an air fryer in his oven, like one of those new ovens. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, really, really heavy duty. So we made wings. I made my buffalo chicken dip, as mentioned before, and then we made kind of like homemade mac and cheese, and then others made sliders and 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 um. You yeah. say others? Like uh, yeah, like other people made sliders, like her other sisters. Others made <clears throat> sliders. Made sliders. Homemade pizza. Uh, things of that nature. But yeah, we watched it, and it was a pretty good game. It went quick. I felt like it went very. quick. Like I looked up, the fourth quarter was almost done. It was like only it was like nine forty-five, so it just felt like it went f- like quicker than usual. Um, I didn't, it was a pretty I good I game. I, I, I don't know the last quarter. What? I didn't oh, see you didn't last quarter. Well, because yeah. I went to my roommate's parents' house because I don't have cable. Yeah, I didn't. I decided not to get cable because why? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the Giants suck, and I can watch Yankee games on the internet. Exactly. Uh, so I went there, but then you know, and now it's like nine fifteen. Now I don't live down the street anymore. Now I live. 20 minutes away. Yeah. It's nine o'clock on a Sunday. My first day at like at work with a new apartment. It's mm-hmm. like, the, like I had stuff to do. So I left and I just kind of like checked it on my phone. And then I, when I, when I saw that they were, that the Rams were down by three and they're on the one yard line, I'm like, ah, this is it. They're going to, they're going to lose. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was a good game. Um, I thought that the first quarter, the Bengals, like, I know they, they didn't score a ton, but like their offense was a lot more maneuverable in the first quarter. Then he just started getting sacked left and right. Yeah, like, he was sacked seven times before the, before I would the be, game ended. And I'd be so mad. Like, Tom Brady used to get mad at his receivers. I would be way more mad at seven sacks in the Super Bowl. I would be way more mad at my linemen. Like, what the frig? I, like, do you think he that last pass where he got where he got sacked on like the fourth down? I think it was. And the guy was wide. Like he, he had. They had the first down. And oh yeah, right no, there. no. If they had the right protection, they showed it from another angle. His 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 boy Jamar Chase was wide open. Um, but it's just the pressure of you know Aaron Donald getting to them and and you know for the first three quarters I think they they like or the first half they did a really good job and then the Rams just kept applying pressure. And he'll never say it. He doesn't seem like the type of player that will say it. But the Bengals need need an offensive line before he treads into like the Dan Marino I heard someone say like Andrew Luck territory where you know you you, you know you, 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 yeah, get, you get banged up yeah. so like you get banged up so much that you are forced to retire early because right. your body just can't take it anymore you know yeah, he's he 24 had, he, 25 he was, he was yeah. off the field at the, yeah after, and I, he, mean, I know he had a knee injury his first year yeah so like they gotta yeah I wonder if it was the same knee that that he hurt in the game that I don't he know had man, last but year. I know just just I know you they probably don't have a high draft pick because they were in the Super Bowl but like no. then do some trade you yeah. know, get rid of a linebacker. Protect that guy at all costs. I agree. You know what I mean? He Just, has to. He, 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 you know, they have something special there. Like, Bengals fans, like, if I was a Bengal fan, I would be very excited for the future. Like, this was not like a fluke. Like, you know, no. like the Eagles Super Bowl wasn't really a fluke, but they haven't, 
they've been in the playoffs since then, but they haven't done anything. You know, they went, they 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 don't have the same quarterback or coach as they did when they went to the Super Bowl four or five years ago. You know, like keep it. You know, you have a chance to be the next New England, in my opinion, or Kansas City, even getting back. You know, you have a chance to be them because your offense is just so good. Somebody uh, put up a thing where it was uh, who was the running back for the Bengals that threw the touchdown pass. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has as many Super Bowl touchdowns this decade as Aaron Rodgers. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wonder what his deal is. I wonder where he's going to go. I think my money's he's either going to stay or he's going to go to Denver because Denver hired the offensive coordinating coordinator from Green Bay. So I think him and Devontae Adams are going to go somewhere. Everyone keeps like, oh, he'll go to Tampa. Oh, I don't if, think if, if Tampa Tampa uh, uh, Tampa might get Russell Wilson, they but they're not going to get like, people keep acting like, like they're the Yankees of the 2000s. Yeah. Where they're, they're just paying like an exorbitant amount of money for somebody like kind of just just tipping over the peak of their career, yeah. and then they don't produce like you know. Obviously, Tom Brady did, but Tampa should start building from the ground up. Like take a rebuilding year. Um, but I would I would be really it would be weird if Green Bay offered him enough for him to stay. It's like. Why are you investing in him so much now? If you'd done that from the beginning, this wouldn't have been an issue. You know, if you wanted to keep him that bad, you know, and listen, Aaron Rodgers had his own shit going on, and you yeah. know, he's not innocent in all this. But if you're so desperate to have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, all the moves you made did not seem like it. Like, like literally everything, including not letting him uh, on the field, you know, kicking that stupid field goal mm-hmm. in the game in the playoffs last year. You have not acted like you wanted this guy as a leader of your team at all. And now that his contract's up, what, you're just going to give him $100 million? To, like, th- why? If you're not going to let the guy do what he does best, why are you spending all this money on him? Let him go somewhere else. I and, agree. And, I, and your backup that you that you drafted in the first round for some freaking reason, use yeah. him. Someone was saying that that, that's a, that guy is already a bust, which makes no sense. <laughs> like, he hasn't had a, a chance to play, so how could he be a bust, you know? Like... I don't know. I think him and Devontae Adams kind of set themselves up to be laughed at because they both posted uh, on their Instagram or something like a la- the last dance poster. And then they lost. And said it was like the last dance. Mm-hmm. So that makes it seem like they're going to both leave Green Bay. Yeah. However, you know, it depends if they go elsewhere together. You know, yeah. it depends it on also, where they're going to go. It's only the last dance if you win. I agree. <laughs> you yeah. Win the game. So that was kind of like what, you know, to lose at home. Like that was a little. Did you watch the game, Justin? I did. I watched the game fully through. Oh yeah. Without even getting up from the couch. What'd you think? It was not bad at all. I disagree. How'd you eat? How'd you go to the bathroom? I didn't. <laughs> okay. You didn't eat the whole time? <laughs> nah, I wasn't very hungry. I had water, but everyone else was eating around me. I mean, the essence of the Super Bowl is to, uh, to yeah, for me yeah. anyway. But look Football at me. Football is like third most important thing on the Super Bowl. Ah. <laughs> I, Food I commercials. For the first time, I needed to watch. I needed to see how things were going, and uh, I disagree that it was a quick game because it was not. Like again, it's, it's not a quick game for somebody who's never like like I I, I can understand that. Yeah. You know, plus, like, you didn't move, so I didn't. <laughs> like I was actually getting up to get like stuff, go to the bathroom. If somebody, if somebody you said, know, let my like, blood flow. That's my, what I was. <laughs> if I ever watched like a full cricket match, I'd probably like be like, what the hell is like? Why is this taking so long? Do but, you watch cricket? No. But like I know, but of you it. definitely do. I've never watched oh, okay. cricket before. I know of cricket. You know of cricket? Yeah. Oh. I probably know more than your average white Italian from New Jersey about cricket. What's the the main position called? The r- Am I putting you on the spot? Yeah. I didn't mean to. 
The cricketeer? Is it the I, runner? We can cut that out. Is, there, is runner one of the positions? You're think, asking me. Oh, but they're, you're, they're, you're asking him as if you know. Don't put me on the spot and not have an answer. I don't fucking know. Excuse my language. <laughs> I, All right. Can you look it up now? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Leave it a mystery. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Somebody comment. <laughs> Somebody from England... Bangladesh, ba- India, or yeah. Australia? Because those, those are the really. Yeah. Who keeps banging us to ship ba- outside the India, states? India, Bangladesh, England, and Australia, and maybe New Zealand are like the the cricket like top tier cricket. So you have one piece of food during the Super Bowl, not even a chip. Not even a chip. Dude, the game went from like six to ten. Did you not have dinner? I ate before. What? <laughs> it, you're insane. <laughs> I, I, I made my homemade sloppy joe, so I made my own homemade barbecue sauce. When you say sloppy joe, you don't mean the See? New Jersey sloppy See? joe. That, I've never heard this before until this I morning. Said, I asked Chris. the same exact thing this morning. Cold cuts and something like that. Like <laughs> something with cold. What, what is this? Like who makes sloppy joe with cold cuts? It's just an Italian. You, how long salmon. have you learned lived in New Jersey? He I, I don't live in New Jersey. I live in New York. Yeah, now, uh, but like first of all, you're right over the border. It's not, you're not in another land. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, okay. All right, you're a one easy pass away. I am one easy pass away, but for some reason that easy pass holds the difference between two well, different Well, you lived here. You're from, around. you're born and raised New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, what do you mean, yeah, sure? I, my license says New York. I'm from New York, but I'm on the border of Jersey. Right, but wait, 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 we gotta, we, where were you born? I was born in Nyack Hospital. <laughs> okay, and New where York. did you live growing up? New York. Okay. And when did you, when did your family move to New Jersey? We never moved to New Jersey. I thought you were living in Nutley. I was living in Nutley with my girlfriend. Oh, I thought your whole family was in Nutley. No. Where man. are they? They're in New York. They're still. in New York. They're in New York. So your yeah. whole time I'm, I'm in, in okay, New York. Okay, right then now. I'm mistaken. Your whole so, and I apologize. Right. I thought you were from New Jersey this whole time. Your no, whole, I lived in Nutley for two years, and then and in Nutley you back. did not once come across a sloppy Joe. Yeah, two years is a small. I guess. When was the last yeah. time you encountered? Like it's 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 not like, uh, you know it's not a unicorn, true. but what? you have to. It's part of the. You got to be here for a while. What is this second version of a sloppy Joe? And I'm not listen. I understand that the national. And this is not like a. a Taylor Ham pork roll debate. I know that the nationally recognized sloppy Joe is like the meat on, a, on a sesame meat bun, chopped meat with, with like, like a, like a, like a sauce yeah. with like some peppers and onions. Is it barbecue? I feel like barbecue sauce or like a red sauce. Like I uh, make it with I make it with barbecue sauce, but when I make my barbecue sauce, I add tomato paste. Yeah, to I feel it. like it's like a chi- almost like it's like chili on a bun. I feel like a sloppy Joe is kind of like in chili theory, on a yeah, bun. But chili is you know you don't put beans in. Yes, yeah, so the chili meat on a bun. Sure. Okay. So sloppy Joe in parts of northern New Jersey. Is sliced meat, Swiss cheese, coleslaw, Russian dressing on rye bread. So you ever go to like the like a diner and they have like the triple decker yeah. option and they'll say it's, it's like a club sandwich but it's like triple decker and there's bacon and then there'll be like That's coleslaw a club sandwich. Yeah, in New Jersey they'll put like coleslaw and pickles and a ton of Russian dressing on it and make it like five layers deep and it's like a New Jersey sloppy Joe. It's really just a it's Jersey. Freaking, yeah. It's really good. It's a, but it's that's a more of like there was probably some guy named Joe at a, at a spot in Belleville that put a lot of shit on a sandwich, and that's why it's called that. It's Most not, likely, yeah. But it's it's I prefer that one to the national one. I don't know, man. When you guys do another potluck here, that's what I'll bring in. I was already telling dude Christmas. with COVID they ain't doing no potluck here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you out of your mind? Not until maybe yeah, until it disappears. Yeah. Uh, but listen, COVID. here's the thing. I'm sure yours is delicious. It's great, yeah. But it, it's it's not a matter of like, oh, I found a very delicious one. It's a matter of I prefer – I have two go-to deli sandwiches in my life that like when I go to a deli, I'm ordering – and one is an Italian one and one is an American one. The Italian one is 
chicken cutlet, prosciutto, fresh mozzarella, basil, um, balsamic vinegar, and sun-dried tomatoes. Can't go wrong with the sun-dried no. tomatoes. I prefer that over the roasted peppers. I know that's going to cause an argument. Oh, I'm with you. And then my American sandwich is some combination of roast beef and turkey, lettuce, tomato, pickles, olives, coleslaw, Swiss, Russian dressing. Nice. That's that. That's By the way, go-to. this is another thing I want to bring up because we have two Italians here. What the fuck is an Ita- like these Italian <laughs> heroes that like you know, you know Subway or Blimpy or any place? Oh, the Italian sand- and it's got like regular ham on it. Yeah. What? That's bullshit. Yeah. It drives me absolutely bonkers. And American cheese just sliced along the top. I don't like. What are you talking about? Oh, you get the Italian, authentic Italian hoagie, and I'm like, first of all, hoagie. <laughs> that's a Jersey term. <laughs> no, I, no, I feel like, I feel like hoagie heard. is like Pennsylvania. I feel like that's a Pennsylvania. It's a Philly, thing. yeah. It's sandwich, yeah. bro, with a G. It's like a Pittsburgh thing. <laughs> I'm being serious. I hear that all the time. I feel like in that mayor of East Town, they were eating, they were having hoagies in Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I feel yeah, like Pennsylvania, that's like a, yeah, Delaware, a, a yeah. Mid, yeah, Pennsylvania, Delaware, wherever Biden's from, like that kind of weird area, <laughs> um, like like deep, not not even Pennsylvania, because like Philly, you know, Philadelphia has. I have a love hate relationship with the city of Philadelphia. I love the city and the food and the experiences I've had there. Worst sports fans in the world, and anyone who's from Philadelphia out here, I mean, come on. He's you not, know, you know, you suck. Yeah, he's not wrong. Remember when they were they were in the playoffs a couple years ago, and I maybe they were. I'm picking a team out of thin air. I can't remember the team, but I, I want to say it was Cincinnati or maybe Kansas City. It was some midwestern town. Yeah, and there was like a 98 year old grandma who's been a fan of this team like her whole life, and she was so excited. We're gonna call her Grandma Nelly. She had like a nickname, okay, like, like an Instagram nickname somebody gave her, and she was so excited. Oh, they win this game, they can go to the Super Bowl. And like Eagles fans were like, "Fuck Grandma Nelly!" Like they were they, they were like sending her death threats. Like if this it was playoff, if it was woman. the playoffs, it might have been Minnesota because they we, played the Minnesota Vikings to get to the Super Bowl. Have the Vikings been in the Super Bowl recent, like in the past, like 30, 40 years? That's a good question. I don't, I, I don't think so. Maybe. They've been right there a few times, but I don't think yeah. the Super this, Bowl. Yeah, this old lady was just so excited. And she didn't even say, like, oh, I want them to beat the Eagles. She's like, oh, I'm just happy that they have this chance. Yeah. And they were just tormenting this poor old woman. And But Philadelphia, I like their food. And do you know what the actual, the, the actual sandwich of Philadelphia is? I feel like I should know this. I, I think I've been told. I feel like it's too what? easy. Yeah, no, it's a cheese. It's not cheesesteak. It's not a cheesesteak. Cheese it's a roast pork sandwich. Mm. Really? I've had one with broccoli rob on it. Fantastic. Ooh. It's like a roast pork. There's like, a, I don't want to say it's an au jus, but it's some kind of like a a juice, a broth that's on it. And then like, and I, I get it with broccoli rob and cheese. It's it's phenomenal. Wow. But then you have like deep Pennsylvania, like oil refinery, yeah. you know, where, where, where the deer hunter was filmed, that kind of Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole other animal, <laughs> a whole other thing. Lancaster, but I feel like yeah. that's oh we had well what the hell was it called we had sandwiches in Binghamton. I can't remember what they were called. Could you maybe could you just Google like sandwiches in Binghamton, New York? Um, it, it was something like a hoagie, but it was oh, the meat was cubed. It'd be like cubed chicken, and then it would like where the, like the fat the fat sandwiches originated in, at Rutgers, right? I, mean, I think too, or no? Or are they just in every college maybe they were, like, town? Like the first famous one, but like oh, okay. who, who hasn't put a bunch of shit between? That is true. I mean, I did that when I was nineteen. Yeah. Speedy. 
I just remembered it. It's called a speedy. <laughs> and it's Justin, he stole your thunder. That's all right. No, he got it. He, <laughs> he got me. He got me there. He got me there. Uh, but yeah, there was this What's speedy. on it? It consists of cubes of chicken, pork, lamb, veal, and venison or beef. And they're like marinated like overnight or something like that. It's, yeah. And it's apparently very popular in central, extremely popular in central New York. So yeah, the Binghamton area. Yep. The, the Oswego. So you're from New York and you never heard of it? That's, that, dude, yeah, again, different animal. Exactly. He's, What's popular he's by from, you? He's from New York City suburbs, New York. Yeah. yeah. Which, when you go overseas, he can say he's from New York, and like that's fine. People from Binghamton can't—they're not allowed to say you're from New York because like that's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really more Pennsylvania. It's only—I would actually, when I would go there, I would go through, cut through the corner of Pennsylvania. So you know that flat part of New York State? It's like. F- 10 miles over the Pennsylvania border. Like, I would okay. go through Scranton and everything. Oh, wow, all right. Yeah, Binghamton was much more of like a pennsylvania Oh, so, oh, so it's up place. there. Oh, it's yeah, like it's, hours away, it's, okay. It's, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it, I did it in two hours. It's, it's, much, okay. it's much more west. It's gotcha. not like northern New York, like Buffalo. Is Scranton that far, or is it just, hour, is it just in my head? Half, oh, hour man, okay, all right. Yeah, Scranton was like the mid, almost like the midway point on my drive. Okay. Like an hour, hour 10, hour 15. I've hour, never been outside the country, so I would like to see. I know Scranton's you, in the country. I know. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I yeah. wonder if I said I'm from New Jersey, if they would be like, if that would be foreign to them. But I don't think it. it it's foreign to people from Scranton. Okay, so I've never been outside the country. Like, let's say oh, Italy, huh? England, France. If I'm like, I'm from New Jersey, you could probably tell just by looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I go to Congo, I don't know. Uh, but no, I don't know if they would be like. Like if they were, the, no, what the hell is New Jersey? No, they, you know, Italy definitely because all their relatives are there. yeah are here. Italy, it, but like New Jersey, especially like the Sopranos, and like don't forget yeah. Jersey Shore was like an international. Oh Jesus! People know they know New Jersey more than they know like Wisconsin. Like New Jersey, Jersey is Shore. New Jersey is probably. I would let me say the Jersey Texas, Shore has ruined so many Texas, things. Florida, California, New York. I want to say New Jersey is a top ten most recognized state like overseas. Like definitely. I, I feel like they know, they definitely know California, New York, Texas, Texas like uh, Florida. They'll know, I don't know if they'll know Illinois, but they'll, like, they'll know Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. They'll know Boston. I don't know if they'll know like, what Massachusetts is, but they'll know Boston. Portland, I, Oregon, maybe? Nah. <laughs> no, I, I ain't good. Uh, who wants to? Um, but they'll, they'll know, uh, I feel like New Jersey will be recognized. Like People will get it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not like in deep Thailand, but no. anywhere where it's a common like, tourist area, people will understand. What is your shirt? It's a camera. The Alexa 65. It, it was you, a medium format. You, do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I worked with this camera when it came out. How, is that, has that always been their logo? Um, the Airflex? No. Has it always been white lettering and then yellow? With yeah, we're going to take a picture of this after and put it up on the thing. That resembles another very well-known logo. Does it? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Probably the most known internet logo behind Google and no, YouTube. Oh, really? You think? Dude, that's the logo. That's 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 the logo. If I was in high school now, man, that would be my ringtone for every text message. I like how that I like how that that that's become like just a a thing on TikTok now. You no, but like, remember like before, like like any kind of like adult stuff like that. Even amongst adults, like 
you were oh, oh you were ashamed. Now everyone knows what that is. Yeah. Everybody is like cool. Like oh yeah, we all watch it. You know, it's it's just accepted. It's progressive, man. That and the and the couch. Life the couch, is the couch, the couch is hilarious. Life has become no, progressive. Most people still don't get that. Well, there's they only a, there's only that. when I see like a couch meme, there's only a few people I can send it to that are gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't send it to somebody who might not get it because then you have to explain what it is, and you don't want to have that you talk. Don't do that. You don't want to have that talk at all. Uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? I'm gonna be biased. Definitely the Sopranos one. Um, and then I really liked the Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost Alexa one or Amazon one. Yeah. That was pretty funny. What about you? I, I can't believe that this wasn't in the conference. And I, I've Googled, like, best Super Bowl commercials from this year. I think number one, hands down, was uh, the, what was it called? I can't, here, here's the QR code? The QR code one. Wasn't that your favorite, that was too? my favorite. Yeah. As soon as that started, genius. and it started going, and I was sitting with my roommate and his family, and I'm like, dude, they're, do, they're doing the DVD thing. They're doing the DVD <laughs> thing. Like, it's, it's a thing from the DVD. And then... And then you had to scan it. It was, I think it was brilliant. I yeah. Think, here's the, my problem is I can't, I guess it wasn't that good of advertising because I'm trying, I think it was Coinbase, mm -hmm. which I don't know what that is. Is that like a crypto thing? It's okay. to learn and buy crypto on. Okay. So then, yeah. Because I looked it up app. on, I looked it up yesterday on YouTube and I scanned it and then, you know, obviously, because I wasn't think. I think I was just so entranced by like. Is it going to hit the corner? Is it going to hit the that corner? Was like, that's what like I, my younger niece was like, is it going to hit? That got, hit it, you know? that and then got it like, 10 million people all pointing like, oh, it's the DVD thing. Like, I think that was brilliant. Um, I thought the Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen one was not funny. No. I thought that one I was I missed terrible. it. You said it because uh, I, I was good. like, there's no Doritos commercial. The Budweiser commercial just kind of happened and that was it. Like, I, don't, I don't remember the Budweiser with, one. Uh, you know, again, the, it's like the fourth year they've done the thing with the dog. Clydesdale and oh, I like those the, though. He's got the messed up foot and yeah. A lot of so they shoot shots. him. Yeah, they oh. didn't shoot him. Oh, that would have been a great commercial. <laughs> they just yeah, take my back and I'm not for shooting animals, but like. But you're for killing Bruce Wayne's parents. <laughs> hey man, you're pro <laughs> the death of Tom and Martha. Justin, Wayne. like my favorite cinematic moment was from Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it on my birthday every. Uh, the Sopranos one was good. My, I, I, I like this setup. I like it how it was those two. My thing is, and I know he's a fictional character, but like Tony Soprano wouldn't advocate for an electric car. You're right. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You're totally right, man. He wouldn't advocate for an electric car. What the hell is it? Yeah, I can't do the voice, but yeah, he wouldn't do that. But there was a connection because he used to drive a Suburban, then he crashed the Suburban, then he drove an Escalade, and I think both of those are owned by GM. And this was a GM, what was this? What was the car? Do you remember what the car it was? No. Uh, but I don't Maybe? think Chevy, is Chevy blown by GM. Or I don't Chevy's know. Yeah. Thing? yeah, I think it was a Silverado. Yeah, then it was. Commercial. Then it could have been a Chevy. It was a Silverado. And, and they went to a restaurant down the shore, mm -hmm. and they the, the restaurant had to say, "We do not have pumps to like charge your car. We do not so, have gabagool." Yeah, so do not. Gabagool. That was fun. Um, I don't know. The the Doctor Evil one was pretty fun. I, I only I remember seeing that, but I don't remember like the content. I just remember kind of seeing yeah. it like while I'm yeah, Larry chips. David one was kind of funny, but that was. A, a, KFT, it was another coin. Or, is it just uh, me or was this the first year where they released, and maybe I just haven't been paying attention, but they released like major movie trailers during the Super I feel like the Super Bowl has always just been last for like, year. No, no, for uh, companies. The past few years, actually, they've done that. They've done that. Because I remember them making a big deal out of a movie last year that was going to come out, like pay attention, you know. Maybe Spider-Man? Yeah, I think it was Spider-Man last year or, you know. This year was uh, the new Lord of the Rings mm -hmm. trailer, the first trailer. And I think, like, a really epic Doctor Strange trailer yeah. came out, too. Jurassic Park. 
Jurassic. Yeah, but like, okay. Like, I get it. Chris, Chris Pratt can talk to dinosaurs. Like, I get it. I wanted them to do the, I don't know if you guys saw the DC, like what's, it's called DCEU 2022. It's just like all the DC films that are coming out this year. Mm-hmm. That trailer I saw, I think on Friday on, online, but I was hoping that they showed it during the Super Bowl. Dude, Batman's coming. Batman is so close. Oh my God, I can't wait. Like, I can't believe like how long we've been talking about, yep. like I've been thinking about this movie for like at least three years. Too, mm-hmm. Probably longer than that, but since like Robert Pattinson was cast and they started really, started really getting like the cool vibes from it, at least two years, and now it's like coming out in like two weeks, two or three weeks. It's coming out the first. It's it's premiering on the first, and then it comes out on the fourth of March. So like two and a half weeks. I'm so excited. I never and played. And so are them. you for that probably that first scene. I never. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> I never. Sorry, pl- it took me a moment. I haven't even watched any of the trailers for it. You need to. You actually, you should. This is. I try not to spoil. I try not to spoil myself with with trailers, but yeah, this is like I think this. It seems like it's based off of Batman Year One. So he's very much like raw and like, and his suit has guns in it. (laughs) Like, watch the trailer with the um, Nirvana song "Something in the Way." It's really good. Like, it's really good, and the whole cast just. Here's how you Jeffrey make, Wright as, as Commissioner Gordon, Paul Dano as the Riddler, like he's gonna crush it. Here's how you make a good superhero trailer. It starts out with one piano note, and then some kind of song that like doesn't belong there, but then you make it to be- I still think one of the greatest trailers was for Logan when they used Johnny Cash. Yes. Um Hurt. when he when he for her, the nine inch nails thing, that was like his last song that he recorded. I think that is one of the greatest trailers of all time. Um, and even the even though the movie was shitty, the last Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker, it started like low-key piano note, and then they did this really cool orchestra. I mean, it's all orchestra, but this really cool rendition of the Star Wars theme that you've I've never heard before that made it just you got you jacked up. You feel really like you feel really into it. Unfortunately, the movie sucked. But um they've been getting really good at trailers, man. Yeah. I, I can tell from a trailer whether a movie's going to be good or not. Like, I think the Morbius trailer looked, meh. It's too confusing. Like, the, the yeah. trailer was confusing. Yeah. Like, he's a vampire, I get. But I then guess. he, like, the trailer, all the trailer, the same trailer I've seen the past few times I've gone to the movies is him telling a joke and, like, him referencing another Marvel character, but, like, it just isn't funny. And I'm like, what is, what is, yeah, what is he? Is he a villain? Is he a super, like, Did I, you watch Eternals? I did not, no. I've heard nothing but good. I haven't heard anything good about it. You should watch it because here's I feel like I got to have to watch it to kind of like. The performances are all good. They do. It's just too long. And they got that director who did um, Nomadland. Yeah. Yeah, They got Chloe's, I don't know her name, but like they made it, I hear, very like wide angles, cinematic, which. Which is cool, but the script was just not there. However. Uh, Blade has a, a audio cameo at the end. Yeah, I'm so excited cool. for that. So I'm, I'm excited for. Oh, somebody sent me a, a funny um, Instagram video. You know, like you see all these articles, like millennials are like renting houses; they're not buying houses anymore. Somebody put like uh, more than ever, millennials are renting the Blade trilogy instead of buying it, and it's just like a <laughs> bunch of testimonials of people like, I can't afford to buy the whole Blade trilogy. <laughs> uh, I rewatched the first one a while, like a few months ago, and it was so good. I, I, I didn't continue to the trilogy at the, you know, the, the third the same one night. The third one. Stuck. Yeah. But man, like Wesley Snipes was so good. Wesley Snipes was good. The third one was. Yeah. Well, 
Well, and you think about it, man. Ryan Reynolds was like that, well, he's that, been around for like he really has been around forever. I want to say that that movie started Deadpool. So I'm gonna yeah. give I'm gonna give that movie credit for starting Deadpool. But like Patton Oswalt and Jessica Biel, yeah. like uh, and then the bad guy was the brother from Prison Break, and I just gonna say I'm not trying to disparage anybody. He's not the best actor. He can't act. He really can't. He, He's I, on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh my! He would do when he was in the Flash as that same character. Yeah. His, his acting was bad. Like yeah. you're not. I'm sorry. I'm. I. I ain't no Clooney, but like that's bad acting. Um, yeah. Like I. I don't know if he kind of reminds me of Dave Bautista. Like Dave Bautista, Dave Bautista was really, really good in Guardians of the Galaxy, but like for him to carry, I never saw Army. I didn't see the new. Was it Army of the Dead? No, but dude, he, here's the thing, though. I, I have to see his other stuff. Um, like, he didn't talk at all when he was Inspector, in uh, the James Bond yeah. Inspector. He didn't speak. So I, He didn't really talk in Dune. He was so in so Dune, I, I didn't yeah. See it, but, like, if he's getting cast in, like... These big movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, who, who directed that? Dennis uh, Villanueva? Yeah, yeah. Like, if he's getting cast by Dennis Villanueva in yeah. this epic thing with Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, and yeah. I think Oscar Isaacs was in it. Josh like, Brolin. Josh, Josh, Josh <laughs> yeah. Groban, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is top tier. <laughs> Josh Groban's actually a funny actor. He's yeah. been, he's had he's some, like, been on The and Office stuff. and Scrubs, Yeah, he I was think, in Always, yeah. Always Sunny in Philadelphia as himself. He's, he's <sighs> funny. Um, but, I, so I gotta, but I think the best wrestler-turned-actor is John Cena, especially after just seeing Peacemaker. You think and he's better than The Rock? The Rock is not a great actor. Or I, I, I haven't, agree. I haven't seen him. Anything, I agree. No, I haven't I, seen him in anything that challenges. No, nah, dude. I, I, I like The Rock. I completely I like agree Rock. with you. I think Rock is is just the, the biggest star. Yeah. But he's not a good actor. Like John Cena to me is a good actor. Like, and he, it's a commercial, but he's in like this three minute commercial where he's walking around like a town, and I think it's it's for Budweiser, but he's talking about like he's just talking about America and like you know. It, I get chills talk, thinking about it because he's just talking about like how like we're like we unify as one and like we help each other out and all this. I was yeah, like, man, I would never be able to take The Rock seriously in this. It's just so good. Like he does command. Why did he and do he's that funny. intro? Why did he do that stupid intro I at the Super know. Bowl? In my mind, you don't need to make a commercial the funniest, the saddest. You need to just get the most people to react to yep. it. And how many people? Like, and also that. From a marketing standpoint, to get them, everybody is going to scan that thing. You just got 10 million people to go to your website at once. If 0.5% of them do something with you, that is huge. That's huge. I think you're going to see a ton of companies try to, not, not that specific, but recreate that somehow with getting people to scan the QR code like in the and, and not like you know if it's like a like a medicine commercial scan the QR code in the corner to find out more there's going to be something yeah. that's going to just make you scan it like it's going to pop out in a in a in a way it's going to be oh I got to scan to see what see what's going on like I don't know if it could be done again I think that was one of the most brilliant pieces of of television marketing I've ever seen it was it was absolute genius, and everybody it had me did. intrigued. I was like, "What is this?" Maybe not like super old people or super young people, but the generation of people who have money to invest in crypto and like want to get into that world. It was directed right towards yeah. them, and they all scanned it. Every single yep. one of them scanned it. It was it was perfect. Good for them. 
Uh, but yeah, John Cena is. I agree, man. I agree. Is, I think he is. Like, I, I could see John Cena in a movie where he doesn't need to show his muscles. They probably wouldn't waste him in that. But I could see him in a movie where he's just like a guy. Did you see? His, did you see Trainwreck? I didn't see Train, but I heard he was good in it. Oh, he was one of the funniest parts. But in wasn't he? Like, but wasn't the point was like he was a jacked guy? Like, but that was, he was a jacked guy, but he was super, super sensitive. Like very, very sensitive. Yeah. So yeah, it played on to like, yes, he's a jack dude, but he was he was just hilarious. And he wanted to he wanted to take the relationship to the next level. Like I thought it was funny, but it was very believable. Like I couldn't see I watched the show Ballers with The Rock and He was you know, okay. It in was that. okay, but like he wasn't the driving force in that, you know? Like Yeah. He, I, I like his movie. I think the jungle not the jungle book, the, the Jungle um, Cruise. The Jumanji movies are okay. both really funny. Um, I liked Hobbs and Shaw uh, a lot. Like I liked it when he was in the Fast and the Furious movies, but I can't see him winning an Oscar. No. Can I see John Cena winning an Oscar? No, but like he's, I think he's definitely closer. He can do something yeah. that's closer. I think he's he's. Closer. You know what I mean? I'm um, happy Will Smith got nominated. Again. Oh, for that movie, King that Richard. Was, yeah, where for some reason it was focused on. The dad. The dad of the two greatest tennis I stars guess, of all time. Yeah. That's stupid. I heard that they were involved in it, so I guess like they got their approval. I still think that's stupid. And let's in, make in a movie world, about Michael Jordan, but let's focus it on his brother yeah, or something like, like that. Like yeah. in, in this world of progressiveness and wokeness, I'm surprised. Like, why were we all okay with this? Like, I, I, not even like from a, a woke standpoint, from an interest standpoint, I don't give a shit <laughs> about Richard Williams. Like, if he was involved in their early career, fine. And, and, like, training them and building them. But, like, I want to see the story about the Williams sisters. Like, just the Williams sisters. That's it. I don't care about their dad. Just, like, I don't care about Michael Jordan's dad. And even though his dad played a big part in his career. Yeah. And when you have a 10-hour documentary, yeah. But if there was a two-hour movie about Michael Jordan, the focus would not be... 80% on his dad. It'd be on yeah. Michael Jordan. Is that what they did? I mean, it's Will Smith, so. But like, that shouldn't. It shouldn't affect it. You know, the no, storytelling. But, but it shouldn't have been. The movie. It, was a, it, was, it was not Will Smith's fault. It's the movie. Like, they were making this movie with or without Will Smith. They just cast him. Okay. So the idea for this movie from the get-go was to make a movie about the Williams sisters' dad. He was a driving force behind them, you know, and if they do a movie just strictly about them as they're in their teens or like their early 20s, then yeah, like. That's fine, but he maybe they're, maybe they're going to set this up to be like maybe they're going to have a sequel where it's just focuses maybe. on because I think their his their dad is still alive and around. So yeah, yeah he's gotten some trouble too. He was a little outspoken. I think he's gotten thrown out of some events. I yeah, don't, I'm I, don't sure. I don't know. Dude, I got him a better you know protagonist for a story versus the sisters, is, which they don't seem like the kind to get themselves into. They've gotten no, they've gotten. Serena has definitely gotten in some trouble. She's been banned from not banned, but like she's walked out of some. Yeah tournaments like they're serena got in trouble for talking with her coach because yeah. her coach their coaches are not right there they're in the stand so like she like was talking to him and i don't know the proper terminology of the ref but the ref was giving her sh like giving her crap and i think she brought race into it i think i'm not sure but she was just ran or she was like if I was a male tennis player, like you wouldn't be giving me half this trouble, blah, blah, blah. I think she said something like that. But yeah, you're not really supposed to They're interact. Like your coach can't be out there yelling. Like my dad has gone to a thousand of these US Opens and he's like, you have, like noise restriction is very much a thing. Like you have to be quiet. You know, when they score a point, that's when you can cheer, but you can't, 
like basketball or football or baseball, you See, can really be rowdy the entire I'm, time. I, I like the Williams sisters, though. But you know, obviously Serena. Like, and I'm I'm proud of them for giving talk back because they're representing America out there, and yeah. America is not about this quiet British, French, European. Like, oh yeah, it's very nice. No, we're rowdy, and we're yeah. gonna and we're gonna dominate you, and that's exactly what they did. They were rowdy, oh, yeah. and they well, dominated. Serena, yeah, both they of them dominated. are good. Both of them are good, but I I, I don't Serena's, watch I enough. I think Serena is by light years down. actually. Yeah, but like Ven- but Venus, I think was older, and I think Venus had her like time where she was the best yeah. in the world. Yeah. And then, so, as soon as Serena like became of age, she Serena's still like probably like a top ten, right? And she's she's got to be close to. 40. Oh yeah, I. Could I couldn't imagine, um, like, I guess having to play, like, that's a sport where you would definitely have to play, like, your sit, like, playing each other for the crown. Like, if you're the dad, you're like, who the hell do you root Serena. for? You know? <laughs> yeah. You, you, Hands you, root, down, you root for the one that's going to be more profitable over time. That's true. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I still don't understand that movie. Speaking of rowdy, typically white people sports, uh, did you watch any of the waste? Oh, you don't really watch golf. You don't watch golf at all. Waste management. No, and I heard last it. year waste management and the Super Bowl is going to be in the same week because it's going to be in Arizona. So that's going to be like well, a sports waste management, as in the garbage company. Yeah, they 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 host like a big big tournament every Derek, year. In, Derek, Derek, and Nick were like, "Yeah, the waste management open," and I made a stupid joke, obviously. As, as I yeah, do. And I was like, yeah, what is it? Like, are the Sopranos going? And both of them like, no, this is actually a massive, like, tournament. But on the Sopranos meme page, I saw I saw a picture of Waste Management Tournament. It was like the scene when they were all going to play golf. So I wasn't the only one who was thinking that way. But it's apparently a big tournament in the, in the golf it's season. It's really the only PGA tournament that acts like other American sports. People drink... They just party. They tailgate. Like you should have. You could see it online. Like the line at like six a.m. to like to get in. Like whatever. Derek has videos of everyone cheering and going crazy. Like people go insane. You don't do that at you. You like you do that at the master. If you were, I don't even think. I think there's a dress code for spectators at like the masters. Like if you're at Augusta, like you have to wear. uh, It's very stringent at most golf, because at most golf outings, events, matches. Because my stepdad brought my sister one time to go see, like, a junior PGA tour, and they had to dress properly. Like, I couldn't show up in, like, basketball shorts and a T-shirt. Not that I would show up at any sporting event really like that. Like, like that. Maybe a preseason football game. You go to a bas- you'd go to a basketball game. I could game. go to a Oh, yeah. I'm sh- when I was a kid, yeah, you I was Jersey. a baseball game like that. Oh, baseball, yeah, yeah. But, like, golf, you probably have to, no matter what time of year, like, wear, like, pants like that and, and, a, and a polo and you have to probably look more presentable. I know it sounds silly, but golf is a very sophisticated sport. Oh. That's the most sophisticated sport ever. I'm so and Kentucky excited. Derby. I'm but, so excited to start playing Waste again. management's just like, we're just gonna, the sponsor. we're going to party. Yeah. Yeah, the Waste Management Open is just like, especially the past couple of years, it's really gotten to be like this, this really fun thing. Because golf has become so much more popular, especially since COVID. Like, COVID... Does, I'm a I'm a COVID golfer, and I'll stand by that proudly. That I but found you also that have sport. guys like 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 Greg's been playing for years. Like Brooks Kepka. Yeah, you have a lot of bros. Um, you have a lot of bro like like Bryson DeChambeau. You I have know like, the word is like whatever, but yeah, you do you have know, a lot of bros you, you, you playing. You know Derek. Yeah, you have like Derek's playing golf now. Okay. So like awesome, just dudes. Yeah. Like you got a dude. What's up, babe? Like you got he's got dudes playing. Crushing golf. beers, cigars, all you that. You know, they're not like these refined, like these Jack Nicholas or these 
you know, from the old days, like, you know, uh, a bunch of John, uh, John Daly's, if you know who John Daly is. Well, no, here, well, here, here's, a, here's he... the difference between John Daly was an animal. Yeah. John Daly would like be hammered and like smoke heaters, like at <laughs> while playing in a major tournament. He was, at, he's, and he still does that. He's he at, lost he's weight, right? Or he no? loses it in games. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how guys, he's like the Ron White of golf. The guy's a maniac. Yeah. Um, but no, because because here's the thing: is these guys are they're they're also way more. Tiger Woods set the template for like you have to be athletic. It's not just about precision and like practicing a lot and knowing your timing. Like Brooks Kepka and Bryson are like jacked. They're like they could be linebackers. They're big athletic. They're like six guys. four, six five. Yeah, they're big dudes, and they're they're cut. They work out a lot. And and Tiger Woods, I feel like, was the first really popular golfer who like weight trained and like was in insane not just like in thin shape because he golfed he like worked out a lot maybe there was somebody before him in the 80s i'm not that refined there's always in my that golf one player knowledge. in the sport that changes like changes the game in a sense like tiger with golf i think you know jordan when you know kobe steph curry baseball i don't I don't know about baseball, like who really changed the game. Like, yeah. I would, you know, there's I too would, many baseball. There's too many. There's too many players for like one yeah. person to have that that kind of influence anymore. I mean, listen, you had your Babe Ruth popularized the home run. Yeah, but who like? There's no pitcher who like pop. I mean, I guess you could say Cy Young, but like, there's no pitcher who popularized the fastball. You know what True. I mean? It's not. Well, it's like, not like well, that. For me, and like I said, I'm not a baseball historian by any means. Roger Clemens was like the first pitcher that I was like, oh, this dude looks jacked. Like, this dude's jacked. Roger like, Clemens? Yeah. Well, maybe John Rocker. Am you I missing? You thought Roger Clemens was jacked? I thought he was, I thought he was big. I thought he, his upper body looked pretty, like. Pretty, pretty thick boy. Oh, was he fat? Roger Clemens was pretty hefty. Oh, I thought he was, bi- like, I thought it was all muscle. Now, let me pull up a picture of, of uh, oh, yeah, the rocket then. here. Then if he was, yeah, never mind then. That was his nickname, the Rocket. Yeah, he was definitely. I mean, if he if he was actually on steroids, it really didn't look like it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure, from what I remember, I mean, I don't know how he was in his younger years, but he was pretty. Uh, I'm just thinking when him and Piazza got into it in the World Series in 2001. What was the deal with that? Cause, like he was a big name then too. He was just hitting a lot of home runs, Who? right? Piazza. Yeah. He wasn't hitting a lot of home runs. He was. He was. He was probably the best he, offensive catcher yeah, ever. I think he re- he okay. probably revolutionized that that position. So Along like in the eighties, like, he was in good shape. Like that's him. Yeah. In the 80s, what about like, like the Yankees in two thousand one? Was he pudgy? Yeah, he was definitely. Pudgy. Okay. Yeah, then I take it back. He just looked swole, but not like me. Like he looked, you He's know, big. It's yeah. hard to like tell because like the uniform is is like you know. Most pitchers now are are very much in shape. Besides, oh yeah. There's, besides there's, like Bartolo Colon. How is he? He's, he's not still playing. No, is no, he? no, no. There's no way he's still. No. playing. he's got to be fifty years old. Yeah, he, he, he's but like look at 15. David Wells. That yeah, him too. But David Wells was yeah. Then you had Randy Johnson who was six ten. Yeah, and like was throwing. Pounds. Yeah, was throwing. They're throwing straight heat. Up heat. Yeah. Throwing heat. John Rocker was probably a better example than Roger Clemens. I don't even want to talk about that guy. That guy's a, that guy's a, a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> Much not even the fact that he talks shit about like New York City and like being too many. He's just like a, he's a piece of garbage human. Oh yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, that was a time where like that was like a big rivalry for the Mets was like the Braves. I feel like now it's I don't know if it's as big of a rivalry, but when he said that, there was like a couple of years where like the he Mets said and the Braves. That, and then he came out 
he came out to pitch in the ninth, and he said like people were throwing batteries and shit at him. Yeah, he's a piece of garbage. He's, he's funny. He, John Rocker is like total, total human garbage. Can't take that shirt seriously. Yeah, yeah you gotta, we gotta take a picture of that shirt. You gotta put it. You gotta put it up. Um, what was the guy who uh, this in the Seinfeld episode where he spits? Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. Yeah, he was. He was. He would smoke cigarettes that's, in the dugout. Yeah, that's another. An, oh yeah, animal. That's baseball player. Uh, that's like Jerry Seinfeld's favorite player. You know, like yeah, he back in the be a day. Fan. Yeah, oh, he is. Wow. Uh, but uh, what's his name? Larry, Larry David's so popular. Just really good player, and, and, and like it was the '80s, man. Like you, you, you were a star. You like that's when that's when athletes became like stars. Yeah. You know, it was like the '80s. Like you know, listen, Mickey Mantle was a star. You had Joe but, Namath, who was like the first yeah. star. Star. The, like the wow. The '80s is is when you could start making a crap ton of money playing professional sports. Like most guys, even in the 60s, even like Mickey Mantle and, and Hank Aaron, a lot of these guys had like other jobs during the offseason. Yeah. Now they might be using their celebrity for those. They might be like working at a car dealership or something where they're like, like doing meet and greets to get people in the door. But like after five seasons, most pro- professional baseball players now never have to work another day in their life. And you, you, you play five seasons, you can retire on that money as long and, as you like know how to handle money. And as how silly and as silly as this sounds, Keith Hernandez was a part of a Mets team that won a championship, and the Mets haven't won anything since. So the longer that goes, the longer you the Mets do not win. I think to me, the more is like, wow, that that team was very very special. You have a lot of like Miracle Yankees, Mets. Yankees, Yankees list of like. Prominent, yeah, like it's pretty big player, yeah. Like, like you can go. We've talked about last episode where, like, yeah, in the seventies and eighties there was a little lull, but yeah, like you know, then you, we still still won every, two World Series yeah. with with Reggie Jackson yeah. and Thurman Munson uh, and Reggie and, Jackson's and, another one who's a star, like Mister October. He was, you know, that's that's you. People say that now. That's because of Reggie Jackson, you know. But Keith Hernandez, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's a massive Mets fan. I believe Larry David is more Yankees. Oh yeah, Larry David is much more of a Yankees fan. Yeah, there was an episode of Curb when one of his friends—it was like two seasons ago—where his friend dies because the Jets suck so bad, and he's on the phone. He's like, "Yeah, the Jets killed him, and a little bit of the Knicks too." I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, like that's very you know." But it was just fun, you know. Well, we're in a we're in a drought right now. New York, New York, New York been, is very York much. Been, I don't think like Los Angeles is the city of champions right now. The in the past Boston, few years, Boston too. Oh, Bo- yeah, Boston's always. When yeah. was the last time a major New York team won a champion? Uh, the 2011. When was the Super Bowl? The last Super Bowl the Giants won. 2011. 2011. Then, yeah. What about the Yankees? Was that 2009? Yeah, on. we should have. We should have won three years ago. But oh was, yeah, yeah. That was peak Astro. I'll hate that team till the day I die. I'm not, I'm not a, ba- I'm not a big baseball fan, really. I'll die. watch it, but me too. Like, I remember sitting in a bar in Staten Island watching that, like, watching one of the games. And then you you just see the passion of all these Yankee fans, and it comes out that the Astros, you know, cheated. You're like, oh, fuck them. Like, they, they could not win purely. And, they, and like, they nothing happened them? to them. They were yeah. stealing signs. You, yeah. Did you hear about that at all? Oh, Honestly, man. like no, no. They were stealing signs and like blatant. The trash like, can. Like I don't know if you heard any jokes about like hearing trash can like banging when they had a really? guy. They had a guy in the dugout who would like signal what the pitch was. It was. Now listen, every every team does does some sort of sign. Like they'll try to figure out what pitch is coming, 
but they were like really bad about it. And then there was even some theories. I don't know if these are ever proven that like they were wearing like like buzzer wires when they were at bat, and somebody would like there's a theory tap a thing, yeah. and you would get like a little a little buzz to know Morse the, code. Yeah, there's a theory because the guy the player Jose Altuve hit shit. a hit a hit like a game winning home run. And I guess in the previous games, he would rip off his jersey and, and like people were trying to rip it off and he was stopping it. And someone asked that and he's like, oh, my, my, my wife doesn't want me to have my shirt off on national television. No one thought anything of those comments when they happened. Then these rumors of wires and all that, you go back and look at that footage. It's, it, it's just the coincidence is just not, I don't believe that it was the coincidental. Cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. have, I have never. And they've been to this World Series, I think, the last two years, or or, la, or they were there last year, and they got sweat, they got their ass beat by the I, I've by been, the Braves. I've been a, a sport, not a diehard like Chris, but a big sports fan my entire life. Yankees, Giants, Jets. Um, and there, you know, there's rivalries and there's people you don't like. Like, I don't really hate the Boston Red Sox. There's certain Red Sox players I really didn't like. Like, I hated Manny Ramirez. Um, I hated Pedro Martinez. I hated Pedro Martinez more because he was really good. I hated Manny Ramirez because he's garbage. Like, he's a garbage person. Um, I have never hated a sports franchise like I hate. Oh, I, 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 uh, the Eagles. I really hate the Eagles, um, but I hate. That's mostly because of their fans. Yeah, that's mostly a fans thing. I hate the Miami Heat for basketball. I yeah. hate them. But yeah. I hate the Houston Astros, and I hope they never win anything again. And I hope... All of those players don't get into the Hall of Fame. I hope this is a, a black mark on all of their yeah. records. And also, they they, they had like if Pete their Rose back isn't office in the was a fame? mess. Like they were they, one of the their general manager. I think was accused of like sexual harassment yeah. and stuff. There was like a bunch of weird behind the scenes stuff. It was just a scumbag organization. Yeah. If Pete Rose can't get in the Hall of Fame, then yeah. the Astros, none of the Astros players. If Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds can't get in the Hall of Fame, yeah. Because of Barry Bonds can't get into the Hall of Fame. No, they're, they're, this was his final. Ch this was his final chance. I think. I think there's some yeah. other way he can get well, in. And, and here's why that's but, the steroids thing. Yeah. yeah, but here's why that's bullshit. And this is the last thing because I know we're running long on this one. Here's and this is why that, that is. I, and I read a few articles on this. Why that is total bullshit. Because Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were never ever proved to be on performance enhancing drugs ever. David Ortiz was and yeah. was suspended for using steroids. And David in. Ortiz got in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens did not. That is absolute bullshit. Yep. I absolute agree. bullshit. No, I completely agree. Those two guys. And listen, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't particularly like Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire because I'm a big Yankees fan. And, you know, Roger Maris had the single season home run record for all these years without using drugs. And then, like, you know, H Hank Aaron had the, the career home run record for all these years without using drugs. So I prefer these more classic players who we know did it clean. Barry Bonds probably did something, but in terms of, and this is, this is why baseball is dying. And especially the baseball writers, like they try to hold on to these like old tenants. They do not want to evolve. Yeah. And it drives me goddamn crazy. A that lot of, game oh, does not want to evolve at all. Whereas a lot, a lot of big, a lot of big baseball fans say that the NFL, I think has evolved too much. They're like way too modern. And they like, everything has got to be woke and progressive and like, Oh, we can't hit them too hard. Like there's yeah. a bunch of bullshit called baseball is stuck in this. Oh, there was, I remember there, there was a, uh, I can't remember who the player was. Maybe it was last season. Um, but his team was winning by like a lot and like bases were loaded. And I think he had three balls on him. It was like three and zero count, and they pitched to like you know a strike to him, and he hit a grand slam, and the manager of the other team was like, 
Yeah, it's like an unspoken rule that if yeah. you have three balls on you and your team's winning, you don't swing we at the pitch. We talked about that last year a lot because, like, that's bullshit. Because you got to think about individual contracts. If you and your contract get paid extra to hit 30, 30 home runs and 110 RBIs, let's say, I don't know the equation, and you're right there. Yeah. Spend your money. Like, go get your money. But a lot of other uh, – it's funny. A lot of people who are diehard baseball fans, they have no problem. It's people like me who are like, they should ban everyone who did steroids. Greg, my buddy Steve, even, like, my stepdad. Steroids made the game fun. When McGuire and Sosa were, like, going back and forth, who's going to hit the most home runs? I remember watching Barry Bonds on TV, how electrifying that was. People were like, shit, bring it back, because it, it, it makes baseball... I have, no, I have no trouble with steroids if they were made legal. I have trouble with you trying to sneakily do them, yeah. and then... Like Ryan Braun. Like, if, they, if they're illegal and you get caught doing them, like, that's on you, and like and now I think you're a scumbag because you were trying to do something illegal. Now you were cheating. But I think that certain types of PEDs should because like all it does is it's the same thing as like taking protein it like helps make you strong like I, I don't I don't maybe somebody out there one of our fans can explain it maybe a little bit better but like as long as you're not doing like 1980 steroids where like you know your, your, your balls shrink and you get a big head and like you, you could drop dead of a heart attack as long, if you're using like the right kind of supplements that are just you know like testosterone or yeah. thi- Joe Rogan's not testosterone like like things that just are, are fine if done the right way I don't get like it's gonna make them better. Like, why can't they make them better? I want to see the best. All right. I want if, if everyone's if everyone's jacked up, awesome. But yeah, like I wouldn't be shocked if some NFL players or even like LeBron James. I feel like is you don't it. hear a lot about NFL players getting picked or up or basketball PDs. players. Yeah, I yeah. think it's only really baseball. Uh, UFC. There's been a few high profile ones recently, but the UFC brought in USADA, which is like the Olympic level yeah. testing. Um, but all right, this was, we talked about a lot today. This was fun. Yes, it was. So thank you for listening or watching the Long Ash Podcast. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. And for all the greatest cigars and cigar deals, check out JR Cigars. <laughs>